This week, we watched Legion, but not that Legion, the old Legion, 2010, Paul Bettany. There weren't a lot of good quotes to make an opening out of, so uh, whatever, body counts of beer. Welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. And coming in with a cold, Jonathan Rooney Taylor. Oh, shit, I wish you would have told me that way earlier. Well, my body is still recovering from Rise of Skywalker only being okay. Ah, that's tough. Man, uh, also, wow, I didn't know that you felt that way. Let's uh, let's not get into that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when the movie comes out digitally and or on on VHS, (laughs) then we'll discuss it. I think think you gotta call Greg Turkey. To get it on VHS. Yeah, it's gonna come out. It's gonna be one of those two tapers. It, it would have to be just to get all the K's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this week on uh, our first episode of, of 2020 of the new decade. Yeah. We decided to watch uh, something amazing. Uh, we had the choice between Hard Target and Time Cop Two. Superlative Jean Claude Van Damme movies. We went, we went a third way on this one, though. Yeah. Like yeah, the way we, of the Buddha. Yeah, we chose to get locked out. <laughs> yeah. Th- uh, you're welcome, guys. <laughs> you know, I thought we grew a lot along the way of having uh, to walk to John's apartment to watch the movie. I mean, the soles of my feet grew from walking in slippers. <laughs> yeah, and that little Caesar's got to sell us six pizzas this week. True. Yeah. Somebody's. Let's... Gonna get a raise? I don't think Little Caesars pays <laughs> anybody. Yeah. I think people just wander into Little Caesars <laughs> and just are compelled to start making pizzas. Well, what it is, is you go in the first one of the day and no one else is there and you're like, alright, I guess I make the pizzas now. <laughs> yeah. And then you just never leave. Yeah. No, it's those. It's the pizza lockers. You go to get your pizza out of the pizza locker and it's actually just a Little Caesars uniform. Oh no. <laughs> and you're like, damn it. Uh, so this week, uh, because it was available, we watched <laughs> Legion, starring Paul Bettany, Dennis Quaid. Uh, that the, kid from Sling Blade. That kid from Sling Blade. That lady from Friday Night Lights. Uh, that lady from Private Practice. Yeah. And I think Rock? Yeah, yeah. I think it was yeah. Rock. Uh, so uh, <laughs> Legion begins, uh, like all movies do, with uh, dusty furniture in the desert and a lady talking at you from the beyond. So I'm going to be real honest. Uh, we watched this movie maybe 20 minutes ago, and it is already lost like tears in the rain. <laughs> sure. No, no, no. This is the part where uh, the girl with the voiceover, she tells about how her mom used to think God was great, but then their husband, her dad left, and then her mom was like, God sucks. Yeah, she had a prophecy yeah. of a world of darkness. Oh, cool, uh, with Chris Walken. Nah, that's Prophecy. This yeah. is Legion. Yes. Right. The show on FX about Professor X's kid, who's crazy. No, this no. one. This one's not intentionally frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> it's just regular frustrating. Yeah. This one also has a profound lack of Jermaine from Flight of the Concords. Yeah, and a uh, profound lack of just out-of-nowhere dance sequences. I would say that the first season of that show, I really like. It works like gangbusters, because all the weirdness is at least, like, thematic in a way. But then in the second season, they're like, I don't know, there's a submarine in the desert. It's wacky. Uh, that's, fuck you, show. Yeah. I've heard the third season's very good. That's what I hear, too, but, like, I don't know. 
Life's too short. <laughs> Come on. I want to watch the third season because Jermaine uh, Clement and Jason Manzukis have a rap battle. Ooh, that does sound real good. All right, season three of Legion. I'm back on board. Uh, so the movie Legion uh, continues. Uh, we, she has a little prophecy talk. It's very Terminator 2-ish how mm-hmm. it begins where, you know, Sarah Connor's like, we beat Judgment Day, but did we? Lines on street, dun, 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 dun. But then what happens in this movie is different because this time Paul Bettany falls from the sky and cuts off his fucking angel wings. Because yeah. Paul Bettany is Michael, the archangel. Yeah, he smells like cookies and he fucks. That's right, he yeah. loves pie and he runs out into fields and fights bulls. Yeah. <laughs> well, because they challenge Andy him. Andy McDowell a bunch? Is that an Andy McDowell no, movie? No, that is an Andy McDowell movie, but a uh, fucking dude from uh, fucking... William Hurt. Broadcast News. Oh. Yeah. Michael is there to get William Hurt and Andy McDowell together. Right, they do right, have a really right. long argument about the proper way to eat a lemon, and none of them are correct. Yes. <laughs> the correct answer is just don't eat lemons. But I think William Hurt just bites into it like an apple, Whoa. skin and all. Ooh. Andy McDowell cuts it in half and pours salt on it, and then Michael puts it in a glass of water. Yeah, it's a well, disturbing a movie. Yeah. I do remember that Murphy Brown's painter is in the movie. Yeah, he's got the dog. Yeah, and then the dog dies and Michael brings him back to life. Oh, Ooh. yeah. yeah Losing yeah. a bunch of feathers yeah. in it. Yeah, and then he dances some more. That's true, he and then does. he gets to Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. And then he dies, I think? I don't know. I don't remember. That was one of those movies that was on, like, TNT all the time. Uh, it was on TBS because TBS knows funny. Oh, that's, that's true. So true. They do welcome those characters. And that Michael is one crazy that's character. USA. That's USA. Damn it. That's where characters are welcome. <laughs> yeah. Like that guy from Burn Notice. Yeah, and if you ain't from Burn Notice or a Suits, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, they don't give a fuck about you. Ooh, Bruce Campbell is just making bank, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he is. Good for him. Uh, I hear Sam Raimi's working on a new Evil Dead movie. I want to talk about literally anything but the movie Legion. Ah, you well, don't too get bad. to. So Paul Bettany cuts off his angel wings. And he's all like, ah. And then he, uh, he, he breaks into Happy Toy Company. Uh, where he beats up a security guard, takes his trench coat, and then goes into the back of Happy Toy Company, which is apparently uh, the armory from Commando. Right? Correct. Because yeah, it's, it's not just like guns and boxes. It's like guns laid out for an army to pick them up on a drill. So here's the thing. Happy Toy Company, HTC, if you do some math, those are only a certain number of letters away from CIA. <laughs> Get out. Audience, fill in the blanks. Go home. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, he immediately begins just like plucking guns into a duffel bag. Then we cut to a couple of cops who want to burn all the homeless people alive. Nah, just one of those cops wants to burn the homeless people. Yeah, now the other cop is just going to cover for him when he does. LAPD, what are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? Uh,. And then a uh, happy toy company explodes and Michael walks out. Uh, it explodes in a fucking cross, dude. Yes, well, it, it explodes does. and it leaves a cross-shaped hole yeah. behind. It's like f- the Lord is a wily coyote that just ran through the veneer. Yeah, I also buddy. like that the cross is like real thick, too. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> super thick. Oh, did you think that this was your daddy's Christianity? <laughs> nah, this cross has got girth. I got some bad news for you. This ain't your daddy's Christianity. Oh, no. Whose Christianity is it? Dale Uh, Gribbles. True, yes. (laughs) 
Very true. Yeah. No. <laughs> Dale Gribble of King of the Hill wrote this movie. He's all about the fat crosses. Oh, yeah. Recently rewatched the episode, The Two-Parter, where they go to Japan. Fucking great episode. Oh, is that where he goes and meets his, like, uh, his, his half-brother? Some kind of family connection. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. his dad slept with some woman in the war. But it's got one of my favorite Dale Gribbles, where it's, they don't have room for golf courses in Japan, so they play on the rooftops. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> What a great show, you guys. Yeah. It has I've gone good through episodes. I've gone through phases of that show where like when it first came on, I was like, eh, this is alright. And then I hated it. And then I'm right back around to being like, yeah, this is predominantly very funny. Now we were watching it not long ago, and the first three or four seasons are pretty funny, but then there's like a dip there in the middle. And it, I don't know if yeah. they come back from it later or not. I think uh, when uh, fucking uh, Tom Petty comes on back in it's yeah, real good. catches back up when Lucky right? shows up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, Paul Bettany blows his way out of the happy toy company. The evil homeless wanna kill cop is just like, Ooh, you put your hands up. Uh, and they try to shoot him. Paul Bettany takes one of the guy hostage. And then the evil cop uh, gets like a, uh, you know, like in the, the that Simpsons episode where they drink the all syrup squishy and they go, sure. Yeah, they do a Jacob's Ladder. Yeah, yeah. His yeah, head yeah. just like shakes. And then all of a sudden he's got tiny little... Goomba from the Super Mario Brothers movie teeth. Oh yeah, yeah he's got he tiny pointed teeth and solidly black eyes. Yeah, like, yeah. no more iris. Like just... a Witcher. Yeah, uh, and he's just like Michael. What are you doing? And Michael's like shooting you with this big ass gun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> stealing a police car and driving away. Cut to Paradise Falls. Take me down to the Paradise Falls with his uh, a diner. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sand all around. It's one of those like last gas stations for nine hundred miles things. Oh, hold on, <laughs> hold on. What? I wanted to thank Axel Rose for stopping by. <laughs> no, don't, no don't. Problem. God damn it! If you thank him, he'll come back. <laughs> Good. I wanted to come back. I have a lot of questions about Chinese democracy. Can you guys turn on the TV for the Knicks game? <laughs> Axel Rose, you're from Indiana. Shouldn't you be a Pacers fan? I don't like the Pacers. Why don't you like the Pacers? Cause I feel like like a New York state of mind. That's Whoa, a Billy Joel song. song. I'm a big fan of Billy Joel. That surprises me, Axl Rose. Yeah. Waka waka waka. Axl <laughs> Rose just did a Fozzie Bear. Yeah, he did. It said waka waka. <laughs> Can I use your bathroom? Uh, absolutely not, Axl Rose. Yeah. I promise to turn on the fan. <laughs> Please Ooh, don't. Yeah, don't. No. If Again. Need, if you need to shit, you do it in Slash's top hat. Yeah. Uh, so oh, it's me, Slash. <laughs> Slash? You don't know what I sound like, so I couldn't sound like this. Anyway, Axel, it's time to hit those dusty trails. That's right, the American dream, dusty trails. He's challenged us to a wrestling fight. <laughs> dusty roads. It's dusty roads, Saul. God damn it. Look, I don't really remember too much of the 90s wrestling. I was too busy being a Guns N' Roses. Bye! <laughs> Bye, Slash and Axel. Yeah. It was nice to see you again, Mark. Oh, thanks, Axel. I still have all those questions about Chinese democracy. And you'll never get them answered. <laughs> Primarily is, what made you think you could be Trent Reznor? <laughs> <laughs> 
Whew. Ah, well, guys, I'm back from getting a beer. I miss anything good? Nah. No. <laughs> Nothing so any- happened. <laughs> so anyways, uh, we cut to this little, like, diner. Yeah, like, last gas station on the highway sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's being run. Uh, there's, like, a little... Sh- uh, 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 a little shop of horrors. No. It's, like, a diner and, like, a little mechanic Like a shop. garage. Yeah, and then also together. a trailer park. There's a couple trailers Yeah, there, there are a couple trailers I think nearby. that's just where the diner folk live. Right. They yeah. I guess. I, I don't know. I think they own that piece of property and, like... Rather than like getting a house and commuting, they yeah, were like, the "Fuck this, man! We'll just live where we work." Yeah, you know, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Oh, that's not true. Yeah, because the thing that you do for work always becomes work, no matter how much you like it. Nah, but if you love it, it, nah, 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 then you're just doing what you love, nah, Patrick. Nah, you're doing work. That It'll ruin right. it. Yep. Hold on. Completely destroy it. Well, we'll check the math on that later. Uh, anyway, who's running this establishment? Dennis oh. fucking Quaid. Nice. Yeah, and his son is played by a little boy from Sling Blade, but all grown up. Yeah, he's like an adult now. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Arguable. <laughs> yeah, ish. Uh, and then there's uh, Adrian Palicki, uh, Tyra from Friday Night Lights, who uh, plays Charlie, and she's pregnant. Oh, okay. And a uh, little kid from Sling Blade. You, why did you say it like that? You <laughs> I didn't know who Adrian Palicki was. And then you're like, she's that chick from Friday Night Lights. A show I didn't watch, but I recognize. So, yeah. like, good for her. Well, she was a it's uh, Clear Eyes, Can't Lose. Nah, it's... Clear hard. Eyes, Full Hearts, Can't Lose. Oh. You got two-thirds of it. That's nice. pretty good. I thought it was Clear Eyes put directly on your forehead. <laughs> No, no, that's it's clear eyes Vaseline. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Vaseline. you're thinking of a uh, 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 forehead. <laughs> head, yeah. on? head on, head on, apply directly it. to the forehead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, she's pregnant. And uh, she's gonna have a baby because she's pregnant. <laughs> That's usually how being pregnant. Well, works. she's trying not to smoking all those cigarettes. <laughs> That's nah, true. she's just like holding it in. <laughs> hey, she's smoking for two. <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Lucas Black, the kid from Sling Blade, is like, I'm gonna take care of you because I believe in you and your baby. Uh, they're not like a couple. No. He's just like... No, he's trying real hard to make it happen, though. Yeah, yeah but he's definitely been, been friend-zoned for that, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But he's got, like, some weird nightmares he's happening about how he can't actually save her, which just makes him want to save her more. Sure. Uh, so anyways, we get to the diner. It's run by Dennis Quaid and, uh, 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 and... Rock. And Rock. Uh, From the TV show Rock. Yeah, who, who has a name? And I'm looking that name up. It's <laughs> it's Charles S. Dutton. Yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, so they're they're in there. Also in the diner is uh, Kate Walsh and her husband, who's like just a guy. I don't know who it was. Um, and they're like a rich couple, and their kid there. They are the classic slobs v snob snobs, where they're just. Oh, darling, I can't believe we're stuck in this dreadful diner. When will our BMW be ready? I don't know. Let's ask the man. Yeah. Man? Come here, man. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they, their BMW's uh, broken down and they're stuck there. Um, and Instead they a... of fixing it, fucking Sling Blade Jr. is working on a dumb crib. Yeah, he, stole yeah. It. he pulled a crib out of the back of a storage shed and he's sanding it down. Uh, Dennis Quaid, not happy about no. it. He's supposed to be fixing a BMW. Well, he's also not happy about his son just, like, caring for this pregnant <laughs> yeah, woman. Right. Yeah, because, again, he's doing that real gross thing where he's like, if I do enough nice things to her, I'll earn the good boy points to get sex time later. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, that's how movies taught us that worked. 
Right. Every human interaction is, in fact, an exchange. Gotcha. Yeah, it's highly transactional, yeah. mostly for sex. Yes. Uh, God bless you, neoliberal <laughs> capitalism. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Where companies are people, too. Uh, so also with the rich couple is their daughter, who's played by uh, Willa Holland, who's like Arrow's sister on the Arrow show. Oh, good for her. Uh, and then uh, there, everyone's just talking about whatever, and then Tyrese shows up. Yeah. yeah, he's lost. Yeah, he's lost. He's on his way to somewhere for a court date, and he needs to use the phone. Then a bunch of stuff happens, and an old lady shows up. So this movie is trying real hard to do the like uh the like Stephen King thing where it's like we're gonna lay down a lot of character work early on so that when the horror stuff happens it feels more real yeah yeah but they missed the point where like Stephen King just did that because the cocaine demons wouldn't let him stop typing (laughs) it's very clearly what would happen if somebody tried to make maximum overdrive without the help of cocaine (laughs) like this was definitely all the the confidence (laughs) yeah all of the blind confidence of 1980s Stephen King with none of the drugs yeah Yeah. Uh, so yeah this whole all of a sudden like the TV goes out and the phone stops working and it's playing the it the plays. TV comes back with a big, like, color test pattern that says, this is not a test. And this leads to a 20-minute conversation <laughs> of, like, you guys think this is just a test? It looks like just a test. No, normally when this is just a test, they'd be, like, saying this is just a test. I don't think this is just a test. Well, if it's not a test, wouldn't they be giving us instructions? Like, when they do the test, they say, this is just a test. If this were a real emergency, we'd give you instructions. And I'm not hearing instructions, so I gotta assume that this is a test. Despite the fact that the letters on the TV says, this is not a test. (laughs) Thankfully, this is interrupted by Demon Grandma. Yeah! (laughs) An old lady shows up. And she's very nice. Her name is uh, Florence, I think. Something. She sits down and she orders a rare steak and a cup of water with no ice. They uh, serve it to her blue. Yeah, they serve her. Oh, that, she asked for the steak rare. Steak and is like, not even warmed up. The steak didn't even look at the grill. <laughs> <laughs> the steak was like put into a dry oven for like a couple minutes and then pulled out. There's no color on it or anything. Mm. It's just a wet with blood. Uh, she's also swarming with flies. Yes. And then she tells Charlie that her baby's gonna burn, that everyone's gonna burn, and then she gets real foul-mouthed. Well, she turns into a deadite, basically. Yes. Yeah, well, uh, what's-her-name says something dumb to her, and then she's like, you're an awful cunt who complains all the time. And then she goes dead-eyed. Well, yeah, and you gotta be like, whoa, Granny, I know you're from a different time, but C-word? Come on, this is America, it's real heavy here. You're only allowed to say that over in Britain. Correct. This is still Bush's America, though, right? Oh, yeah, good point. Ooh, like, uh, C-words were made? flying oh, free. Yeah. Yeah. This is 2010. Whoa. Yes, this is definitely Obama's America. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> Two years into his first term. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so yeah, then the grandma, uh, bites the, some, bites, like, the guy in a net, in the neck. Uh, Richie Rich. Yeah, and then leaps onto the, the ceiling, and they just immediately open fire on grandma. Correct. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dennis Quaid's got a shotgun. They, uh... That's right, I forgot. First, Rock throws a cast iron skillet into her face. Oh, and hits her dead on, too. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't stop her because nah. she's uh, it only makes her more angry. Yeah, and then she climbs up on the ceiling, and they 
uh, start finally, uh, they, they try to shoot her, but it doesn't work. And then she grabs uh, the, the lady and then they're like, oh, shoot her. And then Lucas Black is going to shoot her, but then he can't. So Tyrese shoots her with his gun. Yeah, in the back a couple of times. Then there's like a 20 minute conversation of, would you get that gun, man? Why do you have that gun? Why do you have a gun like that? <laughs> yeah. It's for protection. Protection from what? From people. What kind of people? Regular people? No, not regular people. Oh, <laughs> irregular people? Yeah. This is an exact replica of the conversation, except it takes twice as long for it to happen. And it you know ends with a big monologue about how if you died today, would you have been proud of yourself? And what's bonkers about this is the entire time, Rock does not have a right hand. Yes. No. And that yeah. is never addressed. Noob. Yeah, he's got a hook hand. <laughs> It's got a hook hand. Like, if a person comes in wearing plaid, they gotta be like, whoa, buddy, that plaid shirt. It's gotta have some backstory there, am I right? Nah, just a shirt. Bullshit! That shirt means everything to you. No, it's just a shirt. Fuck you, you can't even see yourself, man! Meanwhile, short order cook with a hook hand? That's reasonable. Yeah, Yeah. nothing to see there. No story. (laughs) Uh, so after they kill the old lady and dump her body out into like the, they just take her out back to the garbage. Yeah, dump. to the shit, to the fucking. Like she's dumpster. under like a turned over sofa or some shit. Well, Dennis Quaid has this whole speech to his kid that like, we bought this piece of land. Your mother thought I was crazy, but I thought they were gonna open up a mall and this place would be a gold mine. But they never opened up a mall. End of story. <laughs> it's like, sometimes you can be wrong. Like how you're wrong about sticking around that pregnant chick. But they never say what happened to his mom, so you gotta think that he murdered her in the desert. G-R-U-M-N-O-F-T, John. She roughed? She roughed? <laughs> no, no, no. I heard John here. They definitely made, like, Dennis Quaid wife chili in that. Ooh, they were way too good at wrapping grandma in plastic yeah. and dragging her out. Yeah. That was nobody's first time. Yeah, no, no. They, did, they pulled the fried green tomatoes and they served human meat for a while. Yeah, that could be. Uh, fried green tomatoes are people. <laughs> it's people. No, they're just tomatoes. It's the chili. That's the people. Yeah. The tomatoes are just tomatoes. Yeah. They're just unripe tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. They're still firm like a real thing and not like a tomato that's like eating a jellyfish. I don't like tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Raw tomatoes are terrible and they're full of snot. It finally comes out. <laughs> but fried green tomatoes are like, they're like firm still. And then you fry them. Mm. But Patrick, that's people. <laughs> yeah. It's people. Tasty, delicious people. Uh, so the, Probably my favorite SNL sketch that doesn't get nearly enough credit is the sequel to Soylent Green. <laughs> it's still people. They didn't change the formula like they said they would. <laughs> Uh, so then the next thing that happens is, uh, they try the, they try to take the guy with the chunk taken out of his neck to a hospital. They hop in. Which is fucking stupid. Cause you gotta be operating by zombie rules at this point where you isolate that, t- that son of a bitch. Yeah. Right. Unless he turns zombie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But instead they get into Tyrese's suburban and there's too many flies. <laughs> well, they, they drive, they drive into a sandstorm that turns out to be a fly storm. 
uh, and, and oops, whole, too many flies. Yeah, and it's like the little flies, and so they all get into the car, and the inside of the car is like blacked out with flies. Yeah, through. and then it just cuts back to the to the restaurant, and they're where like, they have turned tailed and returned, and just said, "Sorry, couldn't too many flies. <laughs> so many flies. You guys, there were a bunch of flies. So many flies. You now no you idea. think that this is setting something up, but." No. Flies are done. It's the last we see of flies, which further doesn't make any sense because it's like, oh, flies, of course. That old lady must have been Beelzebub, the lord of the flies. She had the conch and killed Piggy, and now she's after blood. Yeah. No, it turns out it's angels. Angels are killing everyone. So, like, sup with them flies, dude. Yeah, so that's what happens next. Paul Bettany rolls up in his police car and everyone's like, oh, thank God the cops are here. Oh, no, it's a man with neck tattoos. Yeah, it was. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) rather than assuming that he's a plain clothes or, like, off-duty cop, they immediately start pointing all their shotguns at him. put the shotgun on him, And Paul Bettany is just like, put your guns down. The end of the world is here. Uh, everyone take automatic weapons because that old lady, this, that was just the first of them. And everyone pretty much listens to him straight away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like the, uh, the prison experiment where if you're giving the authority to abuse people, you will. Except these people, oh, with no provocation at all, are just like, oh, take these weapons and start shooting people? You got it. I love this country, John. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he fucking explains that he is... Um, well, he doesn't really. I mean, he, he gives as few details this, as possible. Well, he gives enough details for the audience to be super caught up story-wise with what's going on. Yeah, yeah. But not enough for the other characters to know what's going on. So throughout the rest of the movie, he will be dropping revelations, pun intended, on <laughs> all these fucking idiots while the audience is just like, yeah, we know. We saw your flashback, dude. <laughs> None of this is a surprise. We got it. Yeah, so he gives everybody shotguns and and, uh, and he's like, and we gotta protect and... that baby. And yeah. she says, I'm only eight months pregnant. And he said, Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, and then the ice cream man shows yeah, up. The I swear to God, though, I, so they pussy out of this. Uh, sorry, they balls out of this. Uh, by saying like, oh man, we're going to have to be stuck in here for a month. And he's like, nah, it's going to be a premature baby. If this movie had stood by its convictions and actually spent 30 days <laughs> in this <laughs> shitty diner. Oh, yeah. Man, right? Oh, it would have been so good. But Just instead, out. the ice cream man shows up. Yeah. Ooh, Michael Stipe no. or uh, Billy Corgan? Nah. No, it's David Lee Roth. Oh no! I'm oh. an ice cream man. I'm a passerby. Oh, oh, it's me, Flash. Sorry we left you here with this old rock star. Back in the van with you, please. Wow! Okay! Anyway, you guys have a good time on your podcast. It's been me, Slash, from the Guns N' Roses. Thanks, Boy! I'm pretty sure when Slash came back, he called himself Flash. I think he might have. <laughs> well, he's very quick getting back, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I'm glad that he took David Lee Roth with him. Yeah, right? That, that guy's, guy's never going to be Sammy The Hagar. worst. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, Paul Bettany tells them all that, uh, these people are possessed by angels and they're bringing forth, uh, God's wrath 
the first time he brought a flood, but this time he's bringing people shitty, with tiny, sharp teeth. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. shitty teenagers. Yeah, the weak turned against the strong or whatever. Yeah, and so... Which seems... So the whole thing is like Michael was sent down to Earth to kill the baby, and he's talking to his best friend Gabriel, and he's like, Gabe, can't do it, buddy. Sorry. I don't got sit in me. Uh, and Gabriel's like, well, then I'm going to have to kill you, probably. And he's like, yeah, that'll make a good third act. See ya. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they shake. <laughs> and it just seems like, I don't know, God, you know that babies are the most defenseless and weakest of humans. You don't need a angel. You just need a real bad cold. Or not enough safety measures in the toy factories. <laughs> like, dude. Yeah. What are you doing, buddy? Well, he's got all that God wrath. That's true. He's pent up. Yeah, he's loaded yeah. up on God wrath. So, uh, yeah, God sends all the angels to wipe humanity from the earth. But if they save this baby, the, everything will be a-okay. Why? We don't get to know. Yeah, he but. seems to be setting up that the baby is like the next messiah. But then they're just like, nah, he's just a baby. Yeah, yeah. the baby is there to give hope to... Something. I think he's there to give hope to Sling Blade Kid. Yeah, okay. But we get to that. So anyways, the ice cream man shows up. This is legitimately the only kind of creepy part of the movie. This ice cream man crawls out of his ice cream truck. It's played by Doug Jones, so you know it was good. And <laughs> yeah. his mouth grows like a python. He like unhinges his jaw. Yeah. And, and then his, his limbs grow three sizes that day. And he still runs at everyone and goes... Bah! And he gets filled with bullets. Immediately. Oh, yeah. Uh, then... Thousands of cars show up, yeah. and it just becomes a in the dark shoot 'em up. Just yeah, it just blowing up cars. The fucking Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead remake, uh, but in the dark and cars. True. Yeah. Yeah. They're not shooting a lot of people yet. It's mostly just blowing up cars. Yeah, they are just shooting cars. Yeah. Well, there's that like one car that explodes stuff. and then explodes again, and then the wreckage gets run over. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, at one point, uh, Michael, Paul Bettany blows up a truck with a bazooka. Yeah. That's True. a pretty good one, too. And he only apparently stole one bazooka pistol because they never bazooka again. Listen. True. And you think you would save that because he knows. He says that, you know, this was the wave that they sent to see our strengths. The next one is going to be sent to see our weaknesses. Then you save the bazooka for that round, you idiot. I mean, honestly, you save the bazooka for the boss. Yeah. Gabriel coming. Well, he's probably expecting a lot more sweet drops in that first fight, though. That's true. And you know what? He is. He does appear to be playing by Halo rules where he can only carry two weapons at one time. Yeah, yeah. And he, ca he always carries, like... The biggest weapon and the smallest weapon at the same time. That's the He's always got well, like. Because he finds humor in their differences. Yeah. But like this is before, and this is also before Paul Bettany got ripped for Avengers before playing the Vision. I so mean, he's still, even the Vision is like like I'm nowhere near that in shape, but he's not like Hemsworth ripped. No, he's not like he's just built. Yeah, he's built, but he's like a, a really lithe yeah, build. But like, he's even less than that. He yeah, is. in this movie, he's still thin like Wimbledon Paul Bettany. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's running around firing from the Which hip. Crazy, a whole dude. M16 and a Tech 9. And a Tech 9. Yeah. He's going, man. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the second round of, of godly... Well, it should be noted that in the first round, we lose uh, Bleed Out of the Neck guy. Yes. He gets, like, snatched and dragged out a window. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because uh, then the next day, before uh, all that happens, 
they they hear like a sound from outside, and Kate Walsh sees him, and they've they've tied him up upside down on one of them fat crosses. Yeah. Uh, in this world, God likes them thick. So thick. <laughs> yeah. Them uh, them chocolate crosses, just big, meaty, like desserty, rich crosses. <laughs> and he's upside down on it. Uh, I and- can't articulate why. But I'm very uncomfortable about yeah. him being, oh, you're not picturing two eclairs strapped together? Yeah. No, I am. Like, I'm thinking like two big, like, like thick, wet, like chocolate. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like, you know when you Whoa. go to, you know, like when you, right, like now a, I'm also uncomfortable. You know, like when you get like a frozen, like a frozen cake or an eclair sure. and you put it out. And then and like, it gets sweaty. It, it gets Ugh. sweaty. Yeah. yeah. Now make a cross out of them. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. And inside well, it's like, is it's the gonna cream. Be, uh. It's gonna be both cold and squishy. No. Yeah. On the outside, it's gonna be like wet and squishy, but on the inside, still frozen. <laughs> That's how that. it holds its shape. Next time I get to the donut counter, all right, that looks like a good eclair, but you got any sweaty ones in the back? <laughs> I'm just reminded of my childhood going to Costco and getting that big bucket of cream puffs. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. God That's a good damn. bucket of cream puffs, though. I, I routinely get the bucket of mini eclairs from Aldi for like $4. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, you brought them to game night one time. I ate like 40 Yeah, oh, they're yeah. so good. Oh, they're so good. Uh, so anyways, they, uh, 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 they find... Uh, so Richie Wife is just like, my husband, alive! I don't care that his skin is boiling like a Resident Evil villain. It's right. literally giant pus-filled, like, blisters that pulsating on his body. Yeah. So she, uh, rips open a door and runs out there, uh, rocket... Charles S. Dutton is not having this. New. So he runs out there... And just before she gets there, he's like, turn around. He grabs her, spins yeah, turn around. Turn I don't actually know most of the words to that. Not a good song. No. What? Yeah, double whammy on that one. Oh, Ooh. thumbs down. I, I 100% disagree. Yeah? Total Eclipse of the Heart is a great song. <laughs> oh, it's me, Slash. And more know something about rock and roll music. No, you oh, don't. I agree. <laughs> it's a great song. Thank you, Slash. Sorry, I realize the audience probably couldn't see me pointing on this radio program. It's a podcast, but similar concept. How do those work? Don't bother explaining, I'll never understand. Anyway, bye! Bye, Slash! (laughs) Again? What a nice guy. Yeah, he seems real chill out. He keeps giving me his unlit cigarettes. (laughs) I don't think he's getting very far out the front door. (laughs) Well, it's hard to move that fast when you've got so many snakes with you. I think he's just doing bumps as soon as he gets to the sidewalk and he keeps forgetting to get on the bus. So There uh, is exactly one interview of Slash talking that I have ever seen in my life. And it's him backstage at a concert explaining why he doesn't think condoms will work by trying to put them on Heineken bottles. (laughs) (laughs) Then he talks about how much his grandma likes to swear. (laughs) End of interview. I mean, that sounds about right. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, Charles S. Dutton pulls the lady around, shields her with his body. Husband explodes in goo and they run back inside and they're like oh thank god you saved her and they're like oh no rock and then he falls down and his whole back 
Uh, has like been down to the spine. Yeah, yeah you can been, see the bones. It's like acid burned yeah, off. Yeah, eroded away. Yeah, yeah it's like reptile's uh, fatality of that acid spit. Oh yeah, yeah that's a good one. So uh, after that, uh, then they tie her up and they give her what I think we're supposed to believe is a Xanax or something. Probably, but it's, it's definitely club drugs because yeah, it's from the daughter. It's the daughter, yeah. And she's like, uh, "Don't ask me where I got this, but it'll make you feel better." Right. Except it's clearly a fucking Tums. Yeah, <laughs> that is the other problem. Nobody makes club drugs that are the size of horse pills. <laughs> Maybe not where you're getting your club drugs. <laughs> to, to be fair, I don't go to the club. The beats are large and the disco biscuits are plentiful. <laughs> I haven't been to the clubs since England 1998. Oh, and what did they play there? Just a lot of, uh, if you make sure you're connected, <laughs> the ride is on the wall. It's all just stereo MCs all night. Nice. Stumble you my fault. Oh, God. Paradise, my friends. Paradise. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they tie her up. They give her some some Molly. She mellows out for a little bit. Yeah. In about thirty minutes, she'll have the uncontrollable urge to touch all the pillows. Yeah, yeah. And she's gonna need to drink oh, a lot of water. They're so soft. True. Yeah, but I think at this point we get the little bit of radio contact. Right? Yeah, they hear a they hear like a. An... No, not what? that kind of radio contact. Damn it. <laughs> I don't know. I had a lot of day You were alive with song tonight, man. Yeah. The radio contact they got, all they got was Radio Gaga, Radio Goo Goo, Radio Blah Blah. It's true. Well, it was a Mexican radio. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. So, I I told you this was going to be a very special episode. I've had a lot of day quill. So... Uh, yeah, um, then nighttime comes, and a van pulls up, and a guy gets out, and they're like, oh, we gotta help save this guy. He's just a guy getting some gas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, We've all been there, am I right? Well, the radio tells us that they're, like, militias forming, and, like, we're going full day Z on shit. Yeah, and they've got, um, in a, in a nearby national park, they have, like, a sanctuary. They've set up, like, a little camp, yeah. So, like, when these people show up, this van shows up. You know, you, there is the expectation that they could be real humans, right? Is, I guess, what's and he's got like on. a kid too, like yeah. in the back seat. Uh, but then, then that song that from kid Drive definitely has the Damien haircut. Oh, he's omened up and down, my oh, friends. Man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then, uh, then the fucking warriors show up. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> not oh. since fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have there been shittier punk gangs. Yes. Yeah, it's a bunch of people with like bad mohawks and spiked bracelets. Oh. It looks like they bought out a whole Hot Topic and a Spencer's <laughs> right. and then just threw it into a pit and then dropped the extras in. And whatever they arose wearing, <laughs> that was what their costume was. Their casting call it Riot Fest. <laughs> uh, so the, uh, the Warriors slash uh, uh, the gang, the fucking Lost Boys run around. Right. <laughs> Uh, they they chase this guy around, and this is uh, fucking Friday Night Lights guys. Like Kryptonite is seeing children because he is separated from his son. Yeah, right. Tyrese. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh no, that boy! I gotta go rescue that boy." Yeah, Tyrese isn't from Friday Night Lights though. No, Tyrese is from the Fast and the Furious movies. That's and, right. And Baby Boy. Yeah. Well, well, that's why. Yeah, 
That's yeah. why he's got that connection in this movie. Yeah. To this baby boy. So he uh, jumps off the roof and yeah. just goes full on. Uh, yeah, he's like killing action people, hero, man. Yeah. Just like laying waste to guys. Uh, but then he saves the little boy and then the, la- the little boy goes, fooled you. And then bites him in the neck. Ooh, <laughs> second neck bite of the movie. Yeah, they love biting necks. But, and the transformation on the little boy's face is done in CG. And I swear to God, it looks like a Tim and Eric effect. <laughs> it looks like, like it's, it's hovering real. a few feet in yeah. front of the kid's face. Yeah, it's real low rent. It's it, again, and it's it's very similar to. Uh, have you seen the Witcher show yet? No. no. So I watched the Witcher show, and even though I've never played the games or read the books, third one's very good. I uh, I don't have a next generation console, John, so ah, I can't come play. Over now. You I'll can play, play games on computers, Mark. Not without a controller, I can't. You can use the keyboard and your Ooh, mouse. I can't. Witcher? <laughs> no. No, man, my wife does it. She says it's grand. Ooh. That's just too hard. Yeah. <laughs> the point I was going to make was the Witcher TV show was, it was all right. It wasn't bad. Uh, it definitely had some budget issues. Sure, because, that wig. Well, sure, but like every... <laughs> yeah, but every... that's a wig that's for a game and like anime. No human hair can ever look that way. Like, but like, that can only be rendered. Yeah. Like, one scene, it looks like a million dollars, and then the next scene, it looks like a bartered apple. Ooh. It's, like, rough. But there's, they only do the, like, black witcher eyes a couple times, and the two couple times they do it, it's, like, hovering, like, a foot in front of his face. <laughs> and it just doesn't look right. And that's what they did with this kid, right? Yeah. Like, it's got the weird, the witcher eyes. Also, for a, a show that is nominally about a guy who hunts monsters... Very little monster hunting. Yeah, it should be mostly fucking. That's what's in the game. Ooh, not that much fucking either. Ooh. Is there a lot of political no-win situations that you find yourself in? I don't know no, about like that. one. Yeah. yeah. It follows three people. Like it follows the Witcher, and then it follows Ooh. this little girl who's uh, like Siri. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. And- she travels to cyberpunk times at one point. Oh, Not yet. Fancy. I didn't even know she could travel in time yet. It's very cool. All I know is game. that she can scream real loud and it hurts people. Yeah. Uh, and then, then uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the wizard, the witch lady. Oh, uh, Yennefer? Yes, Yennefer. Who like starts off as like a hunchback and then they make her all, she like sacrifices everything and they make her beautiful. And then she just fucks Geralt and then fucks him over. And then they fuck each other over. Now that they have a very sounds contentious, like a game. Yeah. yeah. They have a very contentious relationship, but they still love each other. Mm. Maybe. Sexy. I don't know. Then, then there's also whatever. an episode where there's a gold dragon, and it straight up looks like spawn-level special effects. <laughs> nice. It's real Is rough. there an entire three-episode uh, like mini-arc where Geralt just goes to the pub and gets involved in an underground fighting tournament? No. Is there Sadly. a three-episode arc where he just plays cards with people? No, oh, he does play cards with people. He, he plays not. so many cards. Gwent, I think it's called. No, but there's a guy who follows him around and sings a song about tossing a coin Ooh, to your witcher. Dandelion, the bard. Yeah, he has a different name on the show. Buttercup. Weird. Yeah, his name in the show, I think, is a more direct translation of the original Polish name. Mm, okay. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It's like Jeski or something like that. I anyway. do like in the game, in order to find Dandelion, you gotta put on a play. <laughs> Jesus. Nice. <laughs> uh, Stuff to look forward to, I guess. Yeah. So anyway. Anyway, at this point, the teenage daughter jumps off the roof and is like, you can't kill Tyrese. And she starts fucking gunning people down, too. Yeah. But she's only got like three bullets. So then, uh, so then Michael so ends she up... jumps into the van, and then Michael uh, is like, we can't go out there and help, because then we'll be in danger. 
And then fucking pregnant ladies like if you don't I will and he's like fuck you call my bluff so he picks up the Tech 9 and the M16 he fires approximately four bullets from each throws them to the ground and then just punches the shit out of angel demons yeah he just yeah. starts knifing and punching it wasn't enough of a challenge with the M16 sure yeah. if he does it with his right hand over too quickly <laughs> right and then he does something that actually might have been one of the cooler things that happens in this movie is he picks up the the gas nozzle lights it by firing a bullet past it and then he's got a flamethrower yeah and then he sets all the uh, all the angels on fire and the van and then like rips open the door and he's like come with me if you want to live, live. Uh, and then she does. And they go back inside. And they uh, jump into the restaurant just as the van explodes. Yes. Uh, then then the, lightning I, strikes all of well, the people. They give birth at yes. this point, right? She has the baby. And yeah. like, it's at this point where it's like, all right, this movie's winding up. There's the birth. We've hit, you know, we've had fucking Chekhov's pregnant belly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're winding up. We're getting ready for the final boss fight. And then we're out of this movie. But then the kid is all of a sudden in the restaurant. And he's all like, I'm going to butcher knife you pregnant lady. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the then omen he, kid. Yeah. Uh, then he immediately picks up a butcher knife and accidentally cuts off both his thumbs. Because he's a <laughs> dumb fucking child. Because again, God. Kids are very stupid and fragile. Yeah. Uh, but then he runs away. He falls on Dennis Quaid. He bites Dennis Quaid in the neck. Again, with the neck biting. And so there, much neck biting. These angels are crazy for neck <laughs> biting. <laughs> so horny for necks. Yeah. Uh, so they finally, uh, they kill the kid, right? Yeah, they like throw him out of the window remember. or Oh, something. they shoot skeet. That's oh, yeah, hard. yeah. They pull him off Dennis Quaid and, like, toss him in the air. And, and uh, is it is it uh, Caleb Black that shoots yeah. him a bunch? Or Lucas, Lucas Black, Black, yeah. Because yeah. 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 his character arc of not being able to shoot an old lady finally resolves in him being able to shoot a flying child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Again, you're Good like, arc. oh, cool, we're winding up. Everyone's yeah. getting their resolutions to this story. This is We got, like, what, ten minutes left? No. Uh, no. And then she's like, well, I had the baby. Are we all safe now? And he's like, no. no. <laughs> Here comes Gabriel. Well, he's like, no, We, but now we have hope. Yeah, now we have hope. Cool. Yeah, you like, have to... what's your end game here, Mike? The end Gonna game go ahead apparently... and slap another thanks Obama on this <laughs> <Yeah>. movie. <laughs> I think it's kind of a John Connor situation where they have to raise the baby to be the leader Savior of men whatever, to fight yeah. against whoever. Uh, but then again, Gabriel shows up, played by uh, uh, beloved Canadian Quebecois actor Kevin Durand. Oh, right on. Um, who also played the blob in <laughs> Wolverine <laughs> Origins. Don't call me that. <laughs> um, uh, Michael says to fucking the, the kid. Slim Blade kid. Slim Blade kid, like, you have to find the prophets and interpret the text. Bye. Yep. Yeah. Get and the fuck out of here. Here's the keys get, to the cop car. Yeah, and then they drive away. And then... Uh, well, fucking rich lady steals the baby and is like, if we just give them the baby, it'll end all this madness. Uh, so Michael shoots her in the fucking face. Yeah. Yeah. She gets a bullet and, uh, and Kate Lucas Black dives out and catches the baby as it falls. Yeah, because as long as the baby doesn't touch the ground, it's still good. Yeah, yeah just right. like an American flag. Yeah. If the baby hits the ground, it has to be burned. Yeah, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. Luckily, he keeps both feet in and gets just across the paint. So he gets... <laughs> First down. Yeah, right. It was perfect. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, Lady Slingblade Jr. and New Child fuck off in a car. 
Uh, oh, and teenage girl. And teenage girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're all in the car, and they're getting the fuck out of here. Because while Gabriel's in town, all the other angels, like, can't do anything. All the other angels are too down to clown. Yeah, yeah, so they're all just, like, there's just all these people standing out there not doing anything. Ooh, except for, uh... Sackhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre girl. No, it's Jason from Friday the 13th Part 2. So they're, they're exiting the diner, and there's a row of... Of angels on either end with their heads bowed in silence. Yeah. Except for this one, like, like it's a kid, like a kid, like maybe twelve to fourteen, with a white paper bag <laughs> on his head, right? And, and he's a got big a big fucking bag. He's got a two by four, and he's just pounding the hood of this he's truck, just hitting this cop car. Yeah. It's the most inexplicable kid I've seen in a movie. Since I saw the movie Cabin Fever, where they where they show up at the gas station and there's a little blonde kid with long hair and a karate gi who goes pancakes and then does karate for five minutes. It's nothing to do with anything. So they fuck off. Uh, Dennis Quaid gets his gut cut open by Gabriel's metal angel wings. Yeah. Uh, there's a and then there's a really long conversation of. So, Michael, you've given up your wings. Yes, Gabriel, I no longer have my wings. <laughs> those wings could have helped you now. Yes, I know, but I didn't need those wings anymore. <laughs> I'm one of them now. Oh, you mean the wingless? Yes, those without wings. I have joined their ranks. <laughs> uh, and then uh, they... Uh, basically, what this all comes down to is that uh, Gabriel is following the direct command of God to wipe out everybody, but Michael knows what God needs, needs. which yeah. is to provide hope and to make God love humanity again. Uh, and so Gabriel's so God like, is just basically gaslighting both of his top angels at this point. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, no, I do like the idea that this is the old biblical God who's like pure rage and emotion and bullshit. I think it's like that Mr. Show sketch where the, uh, the Queen of England telling all of her guests, like, I'm going to say that I'm tired, but you stick around. Yes. <laughs> One of the worst sketches. It goes on so long. Uh... The only good part is when he and the queen escapes on the moped. <laughs> that <laughs> bitch. <laughs> uh, so, so there's a now it's like the final confrontation between Gabriel and Michael, Michael. Archangel, the Archangel. It is not very good. There's a lot of weird wing battling. Yeah, the wings are bulletproof. <laughs> so the mace can like spin. Yeah, I will say this. Gabriel has a wicked kick-ass mace, mace that has like uh, extra spikes that can yeah. deploy. Yeah, it's, needs to get it's the blade sword of maces. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a lot of really satisfying clicky and clonks. Well, and it's it's treated like the, the gun that the uh, Godfather in the Simpsons has where he keeps pulling the hammer further back. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime they need to ratchet up tension, the spikes just come further right. out. Uh, and yes, it also spins like a buzzsaw. Yeah, you or can like turn a, it on and spin it. Like a food, like a like a like one of them stick blenders. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Uh, so they fight for a little while, uh, but eventually uh, uh, Michael is defeated. And Michael knew he was going to die. He was just giving them time to escape. Uh, yeah, so Michael jumps on Gabriel's back and is just like, you don't have to do this. And he says, yes, I do. And stabs himself through himself to stab Michael. Yeah, and yeah. then Michael uh, 
Uh, Michael Obi-Wan's. Yeah, no, he turns into a glittery, beautiful powder and vanishes. Yeah, and then uh, then (laughs) Dennis Quaid, you hear like a click sound, and Gabriel looks over like the diner counter, and there's Dennis Quaid with an open gas line in his lighter that says, Hope on it. Yeah. And And he he says, sorry, we're closed. Which, Uh, like... He says, we're out of business. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking of that this whole time you were fighting. <laughs> yeah, man. I had another one that was really good, but I forgot it. Yeah. Sorry. I got busy. Oh, you're fired. It was yeah. right there. <laughs> anyway. Oh, he no. click boom. And Huge then he, boom. Uh, he blows up the entire ga- it blows up the entire gas station. Yeah, because it's the whole gas station and everything. And the uh, hundreds of angels that are there yeah. all blow up. Uh, Gabriel flies away though. Sling Blade well, he gets Ju- blown into yeah. the air. That's yeah. all we see. Yeah. Sling Blade Junior is getting some cool tattoos appearing on his skin. He's like, oh, this must be that text I'm supposed to interpret. Yeah, Michael's tattoos disappear from his body and are just magically drawn on Sling Blade Kid's body. Yeah, and he's like, oh, now I got to find the prophets and they're gonna teach me how to read the I word. I would love so much if. He he already had a couple tattoos and they like overlapped. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. Oh, oh. Why? What's it say? It's very important that you never. And then there's just a heart with a unicorn. Right. <laughs> oh, sorry guys. <laughs> I love that tat. So uh, they're, they're just driving. They're like, we did it. We're going to go to yeah, the. Yeah, they're driving the cop car. Yeah, yeah we're going to go gonna... to this weird national park militia camp. Uh, and just before. And you're uh, like, all right, this in. is the denouement. This is the, like, it's going to fade to black and we'll just. Ha- it's left up to our imaginations what happens next. Right? Gabriel on the roof of the car. <laughs> punch it through. Punch it through. Gabriel attacks. Yeah, uh, so now they're trying to uh, get Gabriel off the car. They shoot bullets at him. They try to shoot a flare gun at him, which and- ricochets like eight times. And then yeah. hits him square in the face and he goes <laughs> he's so mad and then they speed up to 110 and hit the brakes and he flies through the windshield and like rolls around and they're like oh we did it but it also flips the car yes and it kills the teenage girl yeah who is no longer uh, a character Tough break so now it's sling blade uh, uh, formerly pregnant chicks and the baby and they're climbing this mountain they get to the mountain they just get to a top of a very small mountain yeah Correct. it's like a hill and then at the other end as they see the the camp that they're gonna go to and they're like oh well we did it oh Gabriel's back <laughs> and he's all like nah fuck you kid and he pulls out a little Gabriel knife and yeah he's and he's like, just like give me the baby and she says no and it's like well then you both die and then Sling Blade Jr. jumps on Gabriel's back and knocks him off the cliff yeah, and then they fall, and then Slingblade Jr. lives because he uses uh, He Gabriel lands on, on Gabriel's Gabriel, yeah. metal back. Yeah, but Gabriel gets up, and he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then Michael comes down out of the sky. That's right. Michael died, went back to heaven, was like, see, God, you see what happens? I saved everything. I made sure that baby got born. Now let me go back down there and kick Gabriel's ass. And God's yeah, like... we've all seen dogma. We know how this works. <laughs> right. Uh, and then God was just like... Do it to it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> then Mickey comes back down, angel wings, battle armor, big fucking sword. Yep, and then there's a... a they do that anime slash thing where you just see the aftermath of, like, cutting the blade through the opponent. It's yeah. a half anime way. slash, because yeah. if it was a full anime slash... He'd be bisected. Yeah, in the background, while Michael was holding up his cool sword, you'd see the top half of Gabriel slide off. Yeah. But instead, Gabriel just goes... Alright, kill me now. And Michael's like, do it now, now. right here. But then Michael's like, nah, just go home. 
Yeah. You think about what you did. And he's like, I would never have shown you this mercy, Michael. And he's like, I know. That's why God loves me and not you. Aww. And then he flies back to heaven. Yeah. And then... And the, like, they're gonna see each other almost immediately. When that, That's gotta be real awkward. It's gonna be weird. Oh, yeah. Dude, in, the, in heaven's break room the next day when all the oh, angels man. are hanging out. Yeah. You know, Gabriel's getting coffee for everybody for oh, like millennia. for sure. Oh, He's on donut donuts. duty for yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, and you know that he can't be the first one to take a jelly donut nope. ever oh, again. No, 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 no. no. no he no, has no. to wait till everyone else has a donut before he picks. He only yeah. gets the unglazed cake donuts. That's right. Ooh, those are good for dipping, though. No, oh, but he doesn't get any coffee. Oh, no. That's right. Yeah. Oh, he can only drink very weak tea. Yeah. yeah. Or Sanka. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. He doesn't get any of the pummel mousse LaCroix. He's got to yeah. settle for lime. Oh, yeah, yeah it's tough. Or, or fucking regular. <laughs> Just plain. Pure, I think I they say, call that, it. That is the thing that I most... Uh, like that. That I I like leave, the, the not having to work in an office and therefore not having to intuitively understand the Lacroix hierarchy. To be able to just release that knowledge is so like uplifting and lightning. <laughs> it's like a burden is removed. It's effervescent like uh, a good cold LaCroix. <laughs> to open it up and not immediately do the math of, okay, how many of the good ones are left? Oh shit! <laughs> I gotta act quicker. They're all gonna be gone. I guess I'm drinking some warm LaCroix later today at my desk. I never got the LaCroix thing. It's just... All it tastes it's like... It's just because it's there. Yeah, it just tastes like somebody took sparkling water and whispered the name of a fruit at it. That's why the good ones are so valuable. Because they're pretty good. Yeah. They're not great. Like, when the revolution comes, we're not going to be losing LaCroix as currency. We're going to be using different colors of Mountain Dew. Obviously. See, this Obviously. is horseshit. Everyone knows that LaCroix is just the shitty version of Clearly Canadian. <laughs> sure. Nobody knows that. I know that, and I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. <laughs> it's the you non-alcoholic. Well. It's the non-alcoholic white claw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Slingblade Kid turns to uh, 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 Michael, and he gives him the uh, the. And I, I want to say this because Slingblade Kid has a pretty thick accent, and he's always oh, yeah. had this accent. And he can't not have this accent. In like the first scene, pregnant lady tries to match his accent for exactly one line, and then drops it. Yeah, because yeah. she realized it was patently ridiculous. Yeah, no, you can't have that accent. Because they give him this very, like, what's meant to be like an earnest line, but with the accent. Well, and just the doesn't... fact that his name is what? Jeep? Jeep. Yeah. The kid's name is Jeep. Yeah. Ugh. And he turns around and he goes, Will we ever see you again? <laughs> <laughs> and then. Which just sounds like, Take me with you. Yeah, right? <laughs> and then uh, Michael just goes, have faith. Ugh. Hey. Fly. Buddy. Rock gotta have faith. No. Rock gotta have faith, faith, the faith, the faith. Hey, gotta have faith, the faith, the faith. Michael. Oh. He came down from George heaven. Michael, you and gotta get back he... in the van, mate. We're gonna leave. It's me, Slash, from the Gunsy Rosies. I'm sorry, Slash. I can't get on the van with you. You see, I'm a ghost. I'm dead. And therefore, my ghastly form... Cannot sit in a van as I have no corporeal shape. Well, then who's gonna open up our Gunsy Rosum's show? Bye! <laughs> <laughs>
so anyways, uh, yeah, then the next... Guys, th- what a rich vein of comedy we've tapped into with these characters. <laughs> I'm sure it'll never get old. Consider this my SNL audition. <laughs> uh, so they go down into the militia camp, and then... The next then thing we know, to immediately leave. Yeah, the next, the next thing, thing we know, know, they've got a brand new car full of fucking guns, and they're going down the road. Yeah. We have to assume <laughs> they killed the entire militia camp and looted them for goods. Because now Jeep is an angel. Yeah, because he got the tats, or he's a protector. Yeah, I don't know. He's a guardian of some kind. Yeah, he could be like that guy who's in the mummy. Yeah. Yeah. So they basically t- steal a bunch of Brendan guns. Fraser? No, no, no. The other guy, the Arab guy with all the tattoos. That's like his buddy. Oh, rides a horse. Yeah, I know who you're talking uh, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the beard and the hair. Yeah, I assume they steal all the guns and a bunch of fucking MREs. You know, for the baby to eat. <laughs> yeah, shitloads of MREs. <laughs> oh and my god, pickles. All oh my god, militia pickles. <laughs> Guys, all right. So lately, I've gotten into this YouTube channel. I it's hope it's called, about eating MREs. It absolutely is. <laughs> it's called uh, it's Steve 1989 MRE Info. <laughs> and all it is, all it is, is like this like very polite Florida guy trying MREs from as far back as the 1940s wow. and as current as now from oh, all wow. over the world. From all over the world. The the oldest thing he ate was legitimate 1862 Civil War hardtack. Oh. <laughs> wow. He only has gotten sick once from E. coli and it was from a brand new MRE. But he's eating shit from World War II, Korea, Vietnam. He's eating shit from like, uh, like, like Jordanian military... Portuguese military. It's amazing. Nuts. It's Wild. soothing and calming. <laughs> He's not charismatic at all. It's glorious. Oh, I love it so much. Nice. Uh, so that's going to do it for this uh, 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 part of mini- b- 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 Bullet Points. I've been Jonathan Rooney Taylor. No Bullet no, Points. We're not there. We're not there. Okay, like and subscribe. Bullet Points. <laughs> and our Mail first- champ. No. <laughs> Oh, God, I'd kill for doing a MailChimp ad. <laughs> Is that even a thing anymore? I have not heard a MailChimp ad in quite some time. No, but Lisa Mattress, if you're out there, I'll do one of those. Hell, I'll do a Blue Chew ad. Are we still doing Ooh, Squarespace? Yeah, yeah Squarespace yeah. for sure. Or Roman. Oh, yeah. Or uh, what's the one where you... Uh, We're a bunch of yeah. sickly middle-aged sounding guys. Yeah. Manscaped. I'll do anything. Yeah. I'll yeah. do anything. X-Sculpt. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, it's time for bullet points. Pew pew. Bullet points! And our first bullet point <laughs> is body count. Body counts. John, what do you think the body count of Legion is? Do angels count as people? They do. That can't be right. They do. <laughs> they do. Uh, oh shit. Otherwise, it's like four. <laughs> I <Yeah>. know! <laughs> uh. 204. Ooh, okay. All right, Patrick, what do you think the body count is of Legion? 125. Ooh, okay, all right. Playing by Price's Right rules. Whoever gets closest without going over, neither of you won. Whoa! Patrick came closest. It was 117. Oh, damn, I was close. Yeah, Yeah. you were very close. You were within eight. But you went over, so you're still a failure. This motherfucker's not going to the showcase. Neither are you. That's that's what I was talking about. I pointed to myself, radio listeners. Oh, I thought you were doing like 
the side part uh, no. to jump. I mean, that motherfucker's not going to the showcase showdown either. No nope. blew uh, way out of the water. Ooh, did you see? Uh, You're not even going to get to spin the wheel. This is important. Uh, Leslie Jones <laughs> is doing a reboot of Supermarket, Supermarket Sweeps. Sweeps. Yes. I did see that. And That's going to be great. And I'm keeping an eye on the casting boards because I'm taking a road <laughs> trip. <laughs> it has been my dream for life to be on Supermarket Sweep. <laughs> yeah. And if the, if the and if if that fucking supermarket looks even slightly updated, I'll be so upset. Yeah. Cheese wheels, my friend. It's all about the cheese wheels. Cheese wheels, hams, turkeys, hoses, pans, uh, baby formula, eye drops. Those are the key. <laughs> nice. Nice. The guy's ready. Yeah, man. I've watched a lot of Supermarket Sweep. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's going to take us to our next bullet point. Best kill. Patrick, what do you think the best kill of Legion is? So, uh, when the family shows up uh, in the van to get gas, like, before the second big attack, um, uh, Tyrese is trying to, like, get them to get back in the van, and the dad, like, can't hear him. So he shoots off a couple of rounds, the dad's like, oh, fuck, all right. So he runs around to get into the car, but just before he does, a little punk rock fucking uh, sedan drives right past him, <laughs> nails him, and you see his body and the door of the van just, like, ragdoll in front of the van. And it's great. Yeah, that's how you knew the digital effects were bad, because the door ragdolled, too. Yeah, the door definitely ragdolls, too. It's like the door in a khaki-colored blob. But I liked it. The door starts clipping through the ground. Yeah, it, right. it does that little shake. Uh, John, best kill. Uh, when I lost interest in the movie and was remembering some scenes from Kill Bill and the House of Blue Leaves. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah, when the bride cuts that guy in half right down the middle. It's fucking cool. Eyes to toes. Real good. It's good. <laughs> I guess Doug Jones was pretty cool. Yeah. Mark, best kill. Uh, I'm gonna go when Charles S. Dutton gets his back melted in by in acid. acid. yeah. It's real gross. Yeah. You see his spine in the back of his lungs. It's yeah. awesome. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, plus, the look in his eyes said it all. Why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I get for making Alien 3. Yeah. So anyways, moving Buddy, on. Buddy, nobody knew any better. Come on. It's not your fault. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Next bullet point. War crimes? War crimes. John, talk about some war crimes in Legion. Um, well, I'm going to say uh, <laughs> the fact that they broadcast this is not a test, but as rightfully pointed out, they do not offer further instructions. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it probably caused, cost a lot of lives to be lost. Yeah. Super war crime. Yeah, yeah. well done. Patrick, war crimes. Flies that can get in your car. <laughs> not fair. Clearly designed by the Russians. I won't have it. Russian flies. Yeah, that get inside your car. Inside! They don't just splatter around on the window. They're coming through the vents. I'm, I'm sure that everybody already knows this, and I'm just real late to the party, but y'all seen some Russian dash cam footage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ, those... Wow. I love it, because you could have, like, some fucking 18-wheeler <laughs> swerving around and then, like, crashing, and then there's, like, a comet that goes by. <laughs> oh, it's the My best. My favorite that I've seen is this car is just going uncomfortably fast like oops i did too much cocaine fast and it fucks up a turn and ends up in the river and it's just two guys saying what do we do now i guess we row no 
row in the other direction. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Uh, uh, I've seen the, the, the best one I've seen is there's just like guys in a car and they like they're going way too fast and they see like a like traffic is stopped and they try to go around and they come to a halt because there's a bear at the front of the thing. <laughs> And there's a bear just like just hanging out in the street. Oh, oh it's best. It's so good, you guys. Uh, it's one of the one of the few things that Reddit is great for is Russian, Russian dash, dash cam, cam. footage. Uh, Mark, war crimes. Uh, I'm gonna go with a toy company having the arsenal. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Of, of, of literally 100 M16s, a hundred Tech Nines, a bunch of pistols, and God knows how many uh, C4 or cross-shaped C4 blocks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a it's that's weird. a war crime. That's a war yeah. crime. Yeah. Uh, so our final bullet point: Is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? John, is Legion an action movie? No. Yeah. Patrick, is Legion an action movie? Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Mark, it's is Legion so an action boring. movie? There are no. a lot of guns in it, but they don't really shoot a lot. There's only like three action scenes. Right. And, and that's the thing. When the action kicks in, it's very clear that it's like, we're having a goofy fun time. Yeah. Yeah. But they're so brief and they're so at odds with the rest of the tone of the movie. Well, and everything in the movie is in the dark. Yeah. yeah. To hide all the bad effects and the right. tiny angel stump teeth. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the fighting and and, and the, choreog- the, like the, the cinematography and the choreography are done in such a way where it's hard to kind of follow what's going on. They don't really get the geography of anything right. So, But putting all that aside, no, it's not an action movie. Yeah. Not enough action. Right. Now, final reviews of Legion. John. Well, I want to get into heaven, Mark. This was a great movie. Patrick. Mm, I'd even watch the third prophecy before I watch this again. Whoa, Mark. I, um, uh, fart noise. Ooh, is it better than Priest? No, Priest is better. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was that. I'm sure weird... the neck biting makes a lot more sense in Priest. It does. <laughs> yeah, so this was during that weird period of time where Paul Bettany was uh, just starting to segue into cheap, low budget action movies because nobody wanted to put him in their regular movies anymore. Uh, and he made this, and he made a movie called Priest, where he plays a priest who fights vampires. Yeah, um, Van Hell's priest. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's going to do it for this episode of Body Counts and Beer, our shortest episode in a long time. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Well, there wasn't much to talk about, really. Yeah, nope. there's not a lot of meat on them bones. Yeah. No, nope, Now, nope, just nope. YouTube the part just where wet. Charles Dutton throws a frying pan at an old lady. That's yeah, real yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, that's totally worth it. And then grab yourself some glistening, wet, chocolate, Claire's. Oh. you can have as a snack while you look up on YouTube Griffin McElroy reviews Nintendo Amiibo toys. Ooh, Clint McElroy was just on Hello from the Magic Tavern and he was amazing. Nice. He played a shakedown artist who was also the <laughs> sheriff and it was he was also a pig man. Nice. It was real good. Yeah, I, I deeply love the McElroys. They are so goofy. I was surprised at how such goof, how charismatic and fun that pa- Pappy McElroy was oh, yeah. gonna be. Yeah, I didn't realize that he had like a really long like radio career. Yeah, like, I, I thought he was just their dad and they put him on for goofs. I didn't realize that he had like, and he also wrote like comics back in the eighties and stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like That's he's cool. had like a legit long career. Well, in I know the that uh, I think 
Travis McElroy is starting to write for Marvel Comics. Oh, cool. Good for them boys. Right. Look up the McElroys. I think they got a radio show of some kind. Yeah, I don't listen to any of their podcasts at all. I listened to the first part of Adventure Zone, but, like, they just seem like nice guys. Yeah. I will say the, like, the, like, best of stuff that ends up on YouTube is pretty much all you need to, like, engage with. Oh, like Comedy Bang Bang. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Hey, remember when Comedy Bang Bang used to, like, play songs back when it was trying real hard to just be a radio show? Back when it was a radio show. Yeah. When it was Comedy Death Ray. That was great. Yeah. I miss they, that. They still have musicians on sometimes. Yeah, but I like, like, uh, fucking Scott Ackerman's just, like, insane vault of novelty records. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. that stuff was great. That introduced me to what do you get a Wookiee for Christmas when he already has a comb. Oh. Mm. But if we didn't have that, if, if we if we had all that, we wouldn't have time for all the awesome characters they have, like uh, Paul F. Tompkins' Werner Herzog, or Paul F. Tompkins' Andrew Lloyd Webber, or Paul F. Tompkins' <laughs> Kickboss. Oh, man. Man. Anyways, oh. that's it. We're d- this is done. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am very tired now. Goodbye. Good night. Good luck. Body counts and beer is Patrick, Master and Commander Bromley, John, Houston Road, Rudy Taylor, and Mark Dogville Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google. I don't know wherever you get your podcasts from. We should be there. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, which we use occasionally, or if you want to get in touch with us, email us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com.